you cop got mags that be dippy dippy dope, but the whole damn nation got the same. Honey, only flop to the B that's supporting not the president with government lane. Put me on a slow moving parliamentary hacking bandwagon. You can put me little ass in the grave. Every time you want it, I'll be live. Bring a date, honey. Hello, welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Pope from The Hits 2. Uh, recorded May 1993 at Paisley Park and released on the 14th of September 1993. On the track, you have Prince and you have Maite. Um, and then you also have Bernie Mac. Um, sampled <laughs> from uh, a, a routine that he did at uh, uh, Deaf Comedy Jam. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know why Prince sampled him. We can get into that when we get into the track. But I don't know. I just I find it weird that those are the only three people on this song. Um, it's three minutes twenty eight, and joining me to talk about it is Gina Radcliffe. Hello, Gina. Hello. Um, this was an interesting song. I, I somehow this uh, over. I had overlooked this one. <laughs> yeah, it. I mean, for the hits, um, you know, Prince for the hits one, uh, which was mostly the uh, well, it was the stuff that didn't get a parental guidance warning. Let's put it like that. He added nothing compares to you, the live version that he did with Rosie Gaines. Uh, obviously trying to take that track back from Sinead O'Connor um, <laughs> because at the time Prince was a little bit vindictive. Um, and also Pink Cashmere, which was, um, you know, a song from like uh, 1988 um, that he'd written about his then girlfriend, Anna Fantastic. Those were kind of like the older tracks, if you will, that were on the hits one. And then for the hits two, you had Peach, which was, you know, a brand new recorded song. And then you had Pope, which again, you know, it was recorded the February of ninety three, and it was it was released September night. Uh, sorry, May nineteen ninety three, and it was released on the fourteenth of September. So that's like a that's like a six month gap, or even shorter than that, you know. And that's that's kind of what Prince got into a dispute with Warner's about about a year later, is that he wanted to release music a lot quicker. So it was released as a promotional single with Pink Cashmere on the B side, but only on like twelve inch uh, in April nineteen ninety four. And I guess if you didn't own the hits too, then you probably wouldn't have, have ever heard this song because, you know, it was just yeah. one of the new ones. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think the thing is as well, there's actually, um, I was trying to find the video for it because I knew it would have been done as a promotional and I thought that there was a video out there, but there wasn't. But I did find a video of the, the, new, the, the recent new Pope that we had, um, <laughs> whose name I'm trying to remember. I can't remember. The one who replaced um, Benedict. Yeah, yeah. And I someone, someone had done a video of him being announced as the Pope and they'd used the song Pope by Prince underneath it. <laughs> and they'd done like a little remix of I'd Rather Be the Pope. And they had like this this guy, you know. And I, I thought that was quite funny. It was like, it's, I don't know, it's about two minutes long, but they, they'd use this song as like, the, you know, this is the new Pope. And, um, you know, Prince singing about how I'd rather be the Pope. And I just, I thought, oh, that's quite funny, you know, that they've done that. But I couldn't, I, I'm almost certain, because there is a video for Pink Cashmere, but I don't, I like, and I I don't think there is a video for Pope. Uh, and obviously there's also a video for Peach. So I think Peach and Pink Cashmere got the videos. Nothing compares to you and Pope didn't get videos. But yeah, I mean, it's an interesting song. Um, you know, the, the the reason it's called Pope is is twofold. But apparently, Bernie Mac had that as a nickname. You know, at one point he was known as the Pope uh, of comedy. Uh, I don't know why. I don't. I'm not sure. Maybe he had a, a direct line to God. I'm not. I I, mean, I don't know about that. But yeah, I mean, we have uh, we have Bernie Mac sampled at the beginning of the song saying, "You don't understand. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers." And then for some reason he says, "Stir it like coffee." And in between, you have Prince saying the Pope. And 
for most of for most of the the kind of um, the chorus, he shares the vocal with Maite, and then for the the verses, Prince um, he raps and he he's he's solo. He's he's just doing the raps by himself. Yeah, and there's a whole lot of nonsense lyrics in this <laughs> in this song. A lot of nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I mean he he starts out by saying. Uh, you car got mags that can be dippy dippy dope, but the whole damn nation got the same. Honey only flocked to the bee that's the Pope, not the president with the government lame. Put me on a slow moving parliamentary hacking bound wagon, you put my little ass in the grave. Every time you want it, I'll be live, bring a date. I mean, computer when it's over, press save. <laughs> and the, do you know what? The fact that I can say that so quickly is because I love this song. And Do you really? Uh, yeah, it's one, <laughs> it was one of my favorites at the time. Like when, when I got into Prince, you know, I got into Prince in like 1991, so... You know, the hits of B-Sides came out quite soon after I'd become a Prince fan. You know, so I had this album of like 20 songs I'd never heard before, which is all the B-Sides. And then Prince gave us, you know, four new songs, although only really three, because, you know, nothing compares to you is essentially just kind of like a cover. Um, But out of the three songs, out of Pink Cashmere, Pope and Peach, which are all P songs, by the way. I don't know why Prince did that. Uh, Maybe because his name's Prince and he wanted to emphasize the P. Um, but yeah, but this was like my favorite and I do love that nonsense. I do love the whole, you know, the, but the weird thing is he has, some, he has like a very, he has a very salient point, which is you can be the president. I'd rather be the Pope. You can be the side effect. I'd rather be the dope. And the idea being, of course, that the president can't get anything done. And I would say that that is like more than ever that is you know completely relevant the president literally, that, yeah, that, that is that is relevant yeah. and the pope's a better and the pope is a better dresser so also you know the pope ha- you know he's he's god's he's god's emissary on this planet i mean i don't think he gets any more powerful than that even if some people just call him the bishop of rome he, like his position in the church is so powerful uh he yeah like if you've ever seen anything inside the vatican it is all covered in gold ironically the current president of the U.S. would probably like the inside of the Vatican uh, quite a oh, lot. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. Um, Although he would have, he would have liked uh, the last one on Pope Benedict, though, because he had the like uh, Versace slippers or something like that. Like yeah. I remember they made a big deal out of that. Yeah. Like he had some like <laughs> high fashion little velvet slippers that he. Uh, and then this current pope has like you know he basically wears you know, sandals. Yeah, the, yeah. The current pope is very humble, whereas Benedict was just like, I've spent, you know, 60 years getting to this point. I'm really going to take advantage. I'm going to have the <laughs> biggest scepter you've ever seen. I'm going to have the biggest mitre on my head. Everything is, like, super kind of pimped out. And that's because he's the Pope, and literally no one can question anything he does. You know, the Pope is infallible. Um, so, you know, that, I mean, if you, if you have to pick between a person who basically is term limited to eight years and someone who can, as Pope John Paul II did, spend 25 years in office... You know, who do you pick? Who's got the power? You know, although I do find it funny when he says, put me on a slow moving parliamentary hacking bandwagon. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I kind of think he's trying to say that, you know, parliamentary procedure is very slow. But that's a really weird thing to stick into a rap song. <laughs> uh, you know, I guess it's just because of the way Prince sings it. But when he gets to like, um, you know, when he gets to like the second verse, he says, call your girl named Sally and you figured you would chill. And then you find out I'm the reason Sally's on the pill. <laughs> what am I supposed to do when the president can't get nothing passed? Find an alley, find an alley, undress Sally right in front of your ass. <laughs> and I mean, like this idea of being like, you know, I don't know who he's calling out, but he's saying your girlfriend Sally is on the pill because she's having an affair with me, Prince. And, you know. 
she's obviously taking all the precautions because you know she she's a liberated woman but then he and then for some reason he goes on about the president can't get nothing passed and then he goes back into this whole thing about find an alley sally's undressed right in front of your ass i mean it's it's just i don't know i love the kind of the weirdness of him mixing up the the different things that he says in this song even when he starts off saying you know your car's got mags that be dippy dippy dope you know like i don't know what that means but you know <laughs> it sounds fun <laughs> Um, you know, and this idea of like, you know, uh, the kind of you can be the side effect. I'd rather be the dope, which is a, a like, I mean, Prince is not known for kind of that much drug talk, but the idea that he's like, you know, you can be, I don't know, nodding off after taking heroin. I would rather be the heroin itself. It's such a weird. See, I like that. Of, see, I like that line. That's yeah. actually that actually works. And then you know, we keep getting samples of Bernie Mac saying, "Oh no, motherfucker, not today." <laughs> Which, I mean, I like how he's using Bernie Mac to do all the swearing in this song. You know, um, he's he's not he's not swearing himself. He's just like, oh, you know, Bernie Mac is the one who's saying all that kind of stuff. He's the bad influence here. Yes. Why would I? Why would I? I'm I'm trying to be the Pope here. And we get this weird thing where he says, "Who's a funky drummer with the crooked little sticks? He might have better luck if he was drumming with his dick." Why don't you play the piccolo? Why don't you get a lick? Now check the drum solo and tell me not to kick it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I mean, I'm not sure that there's any advantage to someone drumming using their penis, but I mean, if that's... That, the... just, that just seems, uh, you know, kind of, you know, you're not getting the truest sound and it's going to be painful after a couple yeah. of Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yes, exactly. I mean, I, d- I don't know. And, of, and then he starts, he does this weird thing of going, a loop is a loop is a loop. A uh, loop is a loop is a loop. And I, I don't even, and then it kind of, kind of, you know, it, it just gets repeated so often that it kind of goes off the rails. And then we go back to the kind of the start um, and then we get the chorus a few times. But I, I the weirdest the weirdest thing is when he goes, I mean, it's computer when it's over, press save, which I mean, I guess is useful advice. You know, like if you're using your computer, <laughs> always make sure that you save whatever work you're doing. In 1993, that is very kind of forward thinking. Oh, yes. Yeah, you did not have... I don't think autosave existed in 1993. Yeah, no, I, 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 I was yeah. I was, you know, trying to go to school then. I, I you know, lost several documents for failure to not save. So thank you, Prince, for the friendly reminder. I don't think autosave came out until Office 95. <laughs> so a couple of years <laughs> in the future. Um, he, he was a, he was a, he a visionary once again. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, a, a few years down the line, he he did have a song called "Email," uh, which was in 1996. So that is, you know, well ahead of the curve in terms of you know people using email. I, I just want to know if he somewhere in there he had a you know a song called Friendster or a song called Facebook or something. Like I mean, that. Just he, all, he yeah, just saw the future. <laughs> he didn't, but he did have in the song "My Computer." He does talk about what sounds like um, social media. Um, and that was recorded in 1996. That's on Emancipation. And it's quite an interesting song because when you listen to it now, you're like, yeah, this sounds like he sounds like he's describing what you do every day anyway. But in 1996, you know, he was ahead of the game. Just like here, he's ahead of the game saying press save. Make sure you save your stuff on computers. Also, he starts <laughs> talking about for some reason, you know, drummers playing with their penis and he's you know sally apparently is on the pill because of prince because you know she's obviously very cautious but she's also in an alley undressed you know um with, that's not with, safe yeah no i mean that's just not hygienic you know with prince um you know and in between we get a lot of bernie mac um yeah so i mean i mean i mean i i think it's, it's funny that obviously you know 
until I asked you to be on this, had you really heard this song this much? No, I said I I I've heard. I mean, obviously, I heard the song title, but I, I I'm sure I must have at some point. But I listened to it today. I'm like I'm like oh, this is interesting. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Prince like sometimes when Prince tries to kind of get ahead of the curve when he's clearly not ahead of the curve, I think it's quite funny. And like Prince putting out this kind of like rap song in 1993 that samples Bernie Mac. This, I mean, this feels like he's trying to do something and I don't quite understand what it is. Yeah, and definitely the the, the lyrics sound very much off the top of his head, which, you know, which is, which is, which is fine. But after a while, it's just sort of like, yeah, not half of this doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> In fact, it's funny because uh, there was an album by uh, Fishbone uh, which came out uh, around the same time that Prince recorded this, because uh, that came out May 23rd, 1993, and it's called Give a Monkey a Brain, It'll Swear is the Center of the Universe. And the first track off that is a song called Swim, and it's it's a song that um, it samples... Um, uh, I'm trying to remember who it is. Oh, it samples Damon Wayans Sr., um in, in, <laughs> so it's it's kind of similar to this song in that like it's a song that has like a rap edge and it samples a stand-up comedian in the song so i don't know if prince heard that like around the time and he was like oh i'll do i'll do that this sounds cool i, I mean I, I i i'm guessing it probably had absolutely no influence on prince i think he just at this point you know he 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 knew that rap was a thing and obviously he was gonna you know try to kind of do it basically but yeah i mean there is a there is a version that he did um uh live on radio one uh which was on the simon bates show on the 7th of september 1993 uh, where he did um he didn't do the song properly he just kind of did the the chorus and then he went into peach um and he did a little bit of it's it's going to be a beautiful night instrumental in in between um uh, but, you know, he didn't really perform this song live other than kind of that one performance. He did it like a couple of other times on the 1993 tour. Um, but usually he would put it kind of in with other songs as part of like a, a medley, um, which I can kind of understand because this is a difficult song just for Prince to be like, OK, this is the next song that we're performing. It's Pope. <laughs> I'm sure the audience... <laughs> like, how, do you, how do you go right into that? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the audience would just be like, what is this? What's happening now? What's dippy dippy dope? I mean, what's he going on about? Parliamentary and, you know, the, the president and, you know, I, I, I think it, it's quite interesting. He has a few of these songs. I don't think it's exactly around this time, but he mentions um, on on the previous album that came out previous year, you had Love to the Nines where it says, who's the president now? And Maite says, does it matter? I th- I think there's this weird idea that Prince has absolutely no respect for the office of president, um, <laughs> which I would kind of love because if you're Prince, you know, which obviously is a title that would be way above a president, you would have to think to yourself, well, I've got my own, you know, I'm in Paisley Park. I can do whatever I want whenever I want. You know, can the president do that? No, he can't. So so I, Prince, am more powerful than any elected official. Therefore, I don't care about the president. Like, can he wear? Can the pre- can, can the president wear a pair of pants with the with the butt removed out of them and no, look good? No, he cannot. I do not think they can. No. So I, I you know, I think that maybe I, I find it interesting that there's a few songs. There's a couple of other songs from this period as well where he kind of has contempt for elected officials, and I just find it fun, funny that Prince is sitting there in Paisley Park thinking this is better than being president. Um, you know, or if I'm going to be anyone, I'd rather be the Pope than president, you know, like if we're weighing things up. Um, 
So, you know, it's rare that Prince kind of got political, but I do kind of, I just kind of love the absurdity of the song. And, you know, kind of like the fact that Prince is like, I'm going to be a rapper. And when I, when I rap, I'm going to rap about things that people understand, like the various elected positions and also <laughs> the Pope, you know, like. And, 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 and parliamentary procedure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's just one of those things where, I mean, I, I, this is what I love so much about Prince is sometimes when he'll do stuff. And you can't figure out exactly how he arrived at that position. <laughs> and you're just like, because he, you know, obviously he wasn't Catholic, um, you know, and later on he converted to being a Jehovah's Witness. So I'm guessing that probably later on he didn't think that the Pope was, was you know, that great. So it's just one of those weird things where you're like, I don't know, I don't know why out of nowhere Prince is just like, yeah, the Pope seems like a good guy. Um, <laughs> you know, so... Uh, out of five, um, I mean, just for you know, just because I love this song so much, I'd have to say four. Um, <laughs> but but I feel like maybe I don't know if you're in the same range as that, Gina. You you your enthusiasm for it has kind of sold me a little bit, has worn me to it a little bit. I was going to give it a three, but I think I yeah two and a half. I'm good up to three and a half. It's a very to me, it's very throwaway. Yeah, and just like I said, it just seems like something he just sort of did on a lark and didn't put a whole lot of thought into it. I mean, I think he put a lot more promotion behind Peach because that was the single that was chosen from the hits too. Um, and, you know, Pink Cashmere was released, but it was mostly a radio hit. Um, so, you know, there was a video, but it's just a video that's just like a, you know, it's not a video in any, like, the proper sense. It's just like a load of pictures of prints. It's like a, you know, like a, a video collage. And and so he didn't really promote that song. You know, Peach was the song that he promoted out of these three new songs. So maybe that's why it does feel a bit throwaway in that it was it was on here. He played it live a couple of times and then he probably never went back to it ever again. It's um, like, yeah, that was so subpar for me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. And, and the thing is, as well, is, you know, um, uh, Peach itself, it, you know, that actually performed quite well, um, at least over here. I, I, it didn't perform that well in America. But um, you know, at the time, I, was... I do re- I do recall it making some some wave on the radio. Not not a lot, but a yeah, lot, but I do remember it though. And I think as well, Prince was on tour in Europe when the hits came out. So both um, Pink Cashmere and um, and Peach performed a lot better, like in Europe, just because Prince was out there promoting them. Uh, whereas he didn't he didn't really promote them in the US. Uh, and then obviously <laughs> he changed his name, and things kind of went in a weird direction. Um, you know, because this is this song officially is the f- is the final song that Prince kind of recorded as Prince under Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. So there's some some significance to it then, at least historical significance. You know, because Pink Cashmere was an old song. Uh, Peach was um, you know recorded a little bit before Pope, so Pope was kind of like the last time that he recorded as Prince for Warner Brothers. And then obviously by the time you get a year later. He's in he's in dispute with Warner Brothers and he's changed his name and he's touring the gold experience for, you know, 18 months. So there are two more albums released under his Warner Brothers contract um, as Prince, which obviously are Come and the Black Album, um, you know, but but this is this is kind of like the last significant song uh, under his original Warner Brothers contract that he put out as Prince. Um, and, uh, you know, and. and from this point on, um, he, he will be in dispute for the next six years with his record label. Um, uh, before, of course, we get to like um, 2000 and then he, you know, he changed his name back. Um, but yeah, so this is, you know, for if for anyone who's like a fan of um, Prince from, you know, like the 80s or whatever, this is the end of that era, essentially, with this song. 
you know, after this, he is Symbol and, you know, then there's the, the war of Warner Brothers and Prince, where at one point Warner Brothers put out an album of old songs, you know, The Vault, uh, Old Friends for Sale, and Prince literally put an album out the next week to, to try and stop that from selling any copies. <laughs> so, we, you know, we start, that's how things escalate over the next couple of years. Uh, but, you know, at this particular point, this is Prince just, you know, Warner Brothers saying, look, we need a couple of new songs to promote these albums. And Prince <laughs> deciding that this is the song that he's going to put out there. Uh, and I just think as well, that's like, it's kind of a delightfully Prince move for him to be like, now, what could I record to go on a hits compilation? Uh, you know, and this is the song that he goes with, you know, Peach and this. He's like, yeah, those are the songs. They fit with, you know, what I want to do at this particular moment. Uh, so I, I find that quite funny that, you know, Warner Brothers is like, we need new songs. And he's like, okay, have this song that's about the Pope. And, and has samples by Bernie Mac in it. <laughs> yeah. And so I guess they were like, okay, Prince, <laughs> we'll put it on the album. Sure thing. Whatever you say. Um, so obviously, I mean, I, I couldn't find any covers of this song. I don't think anyone would ever try and cover it because <laughs> I don't know how you would do that. I mean, if anyone has, it'd be interesting to hear what they did with it. But yeah. It's it's just kind of it's a Prince just kind of um, as a rapper, you know. So I don't think there's any way for anyone else to cover that kind of credibly. So uh, you know, let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Gina? I am the co-host of Kill by Kill, a podcast in which we talk about horror movies, uh, focusing mostly on the characters. Um, we just got into Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday, which is, in my opinion, the the both the best and the worst of the entire series. Um, I also write about movies and old television at GinaRadcliffe.com. Um, and I'm on Twitter at uh, Porcelain72, P-O-R-C-E-L-A-I-N-7-2. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track, or you can find us on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure why you would, at PrinceTrackByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest, Gina. Thank you. And otherwise, goodbye. Bye. Bye.